Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited that you would join us today and hope you're encouraged by the message you hear. If you'd like to know more, visit our website, highway.com.au. I was going to bring this last week, but we had a bit of a change of plans. And when I last spoke, I spoke about the kingdom of God. And once again, I was, I was, I was praying one, one day and I, the kingdom of God just hit me. And I thought, okay, I want to sit on this for a while. Wouldn't you love to live in God's kingdom? Wouldn't you love to have his, his kingdom running through your life, your veins? Wouldn't it be spectacular? Well, you know what he is. You know he's walking through your veins. But, but to actually walk into that kingdom, uh, wouldn't it be spectacular? You know, why wait until we die to enter into a physical kingdom when we can have the kingdom down here with us right now? So I've titled my, my, my message this morning, Surely God is in this place. Um, wouldn't you love to say that wherever you went you felt God's presence with you and surely God was in this place Um, the Bible that had that experience it's got a couple of questions when was the last time you had a dream in God when was the last time or have you got a dream If some of you got dreams that you put on the shelf, some of you through life experience gone into the same old status quo day by day by day and just, hey God, there's a dream there, but I'm just going to put it on the shelf. Well, maybe it's time to pull it off the shelf. Maybe it's time to put that, that dream in front of you and say, hey, I'm going for that dream. I know what that dream is. Um, some of us, Maybe the dream is never going to be answered in the way we expect it to be answered. But it will be answered. And what's even better is as you're you're walking towards your dream, he's going to enable you to walk that walk to get to your dream. Whatever that looks like. Um, It's time to let God reign. It's it's time to to rise up. As this world gets more and more challenged, it's time for us as, as people of faith to stand up more and more and more. For who we are and what we carry. So there's a story in Genesis 28. So if you've got your Bibles, if anyone's got the physical Bible here, um, great. If you haven't, if you've got an electronic Bible, that's good too. If you want to look it up. But it's a story in Genesis 28 and it's the story of Jacob. And wouldn't you love to be called Jacob? There's no Jacobs in the house, is there? Good. <laughs> because that, that word Jacob means deceiver. How would you be if you're a mum and dad and you called your son Jacob? What a shocker. So, so Jacob's been called this name Deceiver and he's been called this name and lo and behold, he walks out his name. Yeah. Um, don't, let, don't come under the label, by the way, any labels. Yeah. So he's, he's deceived his, his, his dad. He's robbed his blessing from his, his brother called Esau. And Esau says... I've had enough of you, I'm going to kill you. And, and back then, if they say they're going to kill you, they kill you. It's not just words. And so here he is, and he says, I'm not going to kill you yet, I'm going to wait till our father dies, and then I'm going to kill you. And they knew about this, so they decide to send their, their, their son away to find a wife, but also to keep him safe. So I'm going to start reading from Genesis 28, verses 10 to 22. 
And it's Jacob's dream. Are you ready? Oh, you know what? Oh, my version's going to be a little bit different, but it's going to be close. Sorry, I've got the wrong Bible. It's still the right Bible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jacob left Beersheba and went towards Haran. And he came to a certain place and stayed there that night because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones of the place, he put it under his head and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamt, and behold, there was a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of, of, of Abraham your father, the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give to you and to your offspring. Your offspring shall be like the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west, to the east, to the north and to the south. And in you and your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land for I will not leave you until you have done what I have promised you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place. And I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, how awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. So early in the morning, Jacob took the stone that he had put under his head and set it up for a pillar and poured oil on the place on top of it and called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of the city was Luz at first. Then Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and clothing to wear, so that I come again to my father's house in peace. Then the Lord shall be my God. And the stone which I have set up for a pillar shall be God's house. And all of you, and all that you give me, I will give a full tenth to you. Thank you, Lord, for your word. How'd you be? What a dream. Verse 17. How awesome is this place. Oh, how awesome is this place. What a mindset to have, to walk around. Have you got, got those people who are just on red pills all the time? And, and they're just happy wherever they go. Um, they walk through trials and tribulations, but they're just bouncing along because they, they have this feeling and, and they know that God is in this place. So there's a few things that, that Jacob did to get to this place where he had this experience with God. And the first one is he separated himself. He separated himself from his mess and he obeyed his father. He separated, separated himself from his mess and he obeyed his father. There's nothing else you get from this morning. Can you remember that? Write that down. I'm going to separate my, myself from my mess and I'm going to obey my father, our heavenly father. So he left Beersheba, which had a well, which, if you know the story, they dug seven wells, and this is the well of the oath. This was the secure place he was leaving. And Jacob was moving, he was heading to destiny. Uh, Claire brought a message a few weeks ago, and she said, don't camp in the valley. Don't camp in the valley of your hurt and your pain, but also don't camp in the valley of just your mediocrity. Let's not camp in that valley. Let's choose to go on to somewhere where we're experiencing 
something new of God every single day of our lives. Something new, something fresh. Jesus himself separated himself. And I'm going to go through a few thoughts about Jesus, how he separated himself. In Luke 4, he separated himself before a major task. So he was baptized in the Holy Spirit. And then he goes into the wilderness for 40 days where he separated himself. In Mark 6, he separated himself to recharge after working so hard. And he encourages his disciples to rest. You know, it's okay to stop. It's okay to stop and take time out. It's, o- it's okay to give yourself the right to, to go and sit somewhere quietly on your own. Um, I'm not going to say that. It's okay to have a Sabbath. In fact, God wants us to have a Sabbath. To rest and to find Him again, to dream again. In Matthew 14, Jesus separated Himself because He had to work through grief. John the Baptist had just been beheaded, Jesus' cousin, the, the forerunner of, of, of Jesus had been proclaiming the coming saviour and Jesus was sad and he took time to stop. He took time to stop. There was in Luke 12 when Jesus separated himself before he was making an important decision. It says he spent the whole night in prayer alone. When was the last time we did that? Then he went out and he chose his disciples the next day. Notice how much importance he, he put on, on picking the right people. He spent the whole, whole night in prayer alone before he picked his disciples. In Luke 22, it says in distress, when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he went, went out by himself alone before he was arrested and he was in emotional agony and it says he was sweating drops of blood. I wonder if we knew it was coming. Would we go alone? Spend time alone? In Luke 5, 16, many times in prayer alone, it says, and is that our story, that that if we were giving our testimony, many times I've gone alone. Many times I've gone alone by myself and spent time with God to separate myself so I can, can hear your voice yet again. See, Jacob looked up. And if we all know the scriptural verse, look up to where your help comes from. I wonder if he was here this morning, if, if you'd been Jacob and you'd had this dream, which I believed it, it probably wasn't just a dream, I believe it was almost like a vision. If you had seen this thing and he had looked up and he saw it, what would you be saying to the person next to you? Look up. Look, when you're telling everybody to look up, look what I've just seen, look what I've just experienced, look up, look up. And you know when you get a dream and you get a touch of God in your life, you want to tell everybody Look up. You know, when was the last time we were so excited that we had to tell somebody what happened? I've seen it lots lately. I've seen lots of people lately so excited in God because they've been released, they've been set free, and now they're looking up to God. Isn't it good? When was the last time we experienced that where we were so close to God that we wanted to go and tell everybody what He'd done in our lives? In saying this, scholars say, it says, it says in, the, in, the, in the reading that God was being at the top of the ladder. But they actually say that wasn't 100% correct because the actual interpretation of that was it saying that God actually stood by the ladder. 
And this is probably why Jacob said, surely God is in this place. So he wasn't a faraway God. He was down, standing at the bottom of the ladder, right beside Jacob. And Jacob says, surely God is in this place. Can you imagine the reverence, the awe he would have felt? Realizing, and did you feel it this morning when we were singing that song? You felt the awe and the reverence reverence of God? I know some people were on their knees. Some people had their hands raised. Just, I, 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 sometimes, you know, when you're worshipping, do you think, what more can I do? That just doesn't seem enough. I'm singing and I've got my hands raised, or I'm singing and I've got my knees down, but I just want to do more. Um, I, I pray that's us for, for everything we do, and I wonder if he was like that. My second thought, connection. See, so found a place of intimacy with God, just as I was saying. See, we reproduce what we see. We reproduce what we behold. This is why he wants us to, to spend time with him. God had a chance to speak to, Jake, to Jacob in the wilderness, all alone, nobody around, sleeping on a rock, and he's dreaming. When you're dreaming, you're like a baby. Can you imagine he's sleeping on a rock, and he's like a baby? That will behold in the Bible, which means to be sure to see, is actually used 1,298 times in the King James Version of the Bible. Uh, do you think it's so important for us to behold God, to behold him, to spend time to behold him? And that word can, can be translated also to see or observe and then hang on to it, to behold who he is. Pretty, amaz- pretty amazing dream he had. Don't you hate it? Oh. You know, when you, you turn, you're quieting down the background noise. I, I've been so blessed uh, in my life. I, I worked in industrial situations for many, many years, um, in steel mills for, for three years of my life. And, you, and if you've ever been to a steel mill, it is just mind boggling the noise that comes out of that place. And when I was doing the construction, young and foolish, never wear earplugs. It's too uncool to wear earplugs, except when the, the boss comes around, he makes you put them back in. And my hearing is still, well, Claire would probably say, uh, it's not that good. <laughs> I have got that. <laughs> but my hearing is still good. And, and I wonder if the things of, our, of life that we allow into our lives dull our hearing. And, and we just don't hear the same. And like I said, I'm just so blessed that I can still hear. Uh, I would hate to be in this place. I was talking to Dion the other day, and he was talking about tinnitus, is it? And I remember, this might not be everyone's stories, but I, I actually had that for a while. And I can remember praying, God, I don't want this. I remember lying in bed at night, and you get that, and it's, it's really hard to get rid of. And I can remember praying and saying, God, I don't want this in my ears. I don't want this in my ears. And I never actually knew the moment where it left, but it left, and I don't have that anymore. Uh, I wonder, you know, God wants, wants to experience these things, but if you don't ask, you don't receive. And, and it's okay to keep on asking. It's okay to keep on asking because I keep on asking for things too, and, you know, we've all got stuff in our body. 
And I've said some of our testimonies where we've stood up by faith in various things and seen God move. See, Isaiah 40, 31 says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They'll run and not go weary and they'll walk and not be faint. As one speaker at the conference said we were up to last couple of weeks ago, if your car is getting low on fuel, do you just keep driving? Wouldn't you be crazy if your car ran out of, was running low on fuel and you just keep driving? I know that's a man thing to do. You, 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 how close can I get to that E? Or how much below can I get to that E before it actually stops? Or maybe it's a girl thing too. Does anyone do that? Yeah. And I don't know whether it's the pain in the pocket, you just don't want to pay the money, but I can leave it, I can leave it to, and you look at that 40 Ks and you calculate it, there's 25 Ks home, I can go home first before I have to pay it again. But wouldn't you be silly if you just drove it and you watched it go down to five, to one, to zero, and you just keep driving? And unfortunately, we do that with our lives. We never come back to the source. We keep on driving and then we fall off the cliff or we get to the place where our life falls apart. And we say, oh God, I need you. And he's been telling you, I've had this thing and you've been going closer and closer. I've been telling you and telling you and telling you and you won't listen. And you get to zero and then all of a sudden, you need me. And as a graciousness, he comes and he puts that thing back in the tank and he fills you back up. But can we not get to that place where we're gonna get to zero again? See, in verse 13, it says God spoke. And it says, and behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. You know, he's the Lord of Abraham, Isaac. He's the Lord of Jesus, even though Jesus is Lord too. He's the Lord of our forefathers. He was the Lord of my dad. He was the Lord of my mum. And he's the Lord of me. Can we say, Lord I recognize that you're my Lord of my past, the Lord of my present, but now I'm going to make sure you're Lord of my future. That is a powerful statement. That is a super powerful statement. See, when you stand at Bethel, there's a high point from that parcel of land where he was standing. You can actually see um, the hills to the, is it the west, east, whichever one it is over there, I've never been there, but you can see the hills to one side of Israel, you can see the sea to the other side of Israel, you can see virtually to the the full depth, if if you had binoculars on, you could see both sides of Israel, so this just so happens, isn't it amazing that God does this, just so happens that everything lines up where the one place he stops and puts his head and he gets this vision, that he can see everything. And God says the promise, reinitiates the promise yet again. I'm going to give you this land from the north to the south to the east to the west. And he wakes up and he looks and he can see it because that promise is there. God just has this way of organizing everything. The same promise that was his forefathers is for him. See, these promises, he will never leave or forsake us. In Hebrews 13, 15, God will forgive your sins in 2 Chronicles 7.14. God will pour out a spirit in Joel 2.28. The Lord will fight for you in Exodus 14.14. So many promises in his word. See, our God is not a faraway God. 
He's just waiting for us to get, in, get into connection with him. And what did Jacob do? He responded, surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it. I was going to tell a few stories. and um, You know, I, I've been in, in, in church and had an experience with God that I, I, you can't articulate really because it's between you and God. I've been in a field all alone where I've had an experience with God that you, you tell people the story and it just seems to diminish what happened. I've, I've had other times where I've been riding a motorbike <laughs> too fast breaking the law because I'm going too fast and you have a moment with God while you're riding a motorbike and you try to articulate it but there's these personal moments with God uh, can, can, if I was to ask you you know these personal moments have, have you got them down have you got them re- recognize them and you got stones there where you're not going to forget these moments we're in, we're in times of, of stress and and, and come in your life these are the moments where I, God was there for me then so he's going to be there for me now He's not going to leave me. Well, Jacob had this revelation. And out of that revelation, he responded, how awesome is this place? In verse 17, and he was afraid and said, you know, a lot of the times in the Bible when people see angels, they actually feel afraid. I wonder what they look like. How awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. Oh God, I, I pray this morning that we might recognize this place, even this building we are in right now, Lord, that there'd there be a gate of heaven from this house, Lord. We're, we're, this can be a house of healing and restoration, Lord. All of us that come in, Lord, I pray. See, this is God's kingdom. See, he, he set up a pillar. Jacob set up a pillar and poured oil over it. He set up a pillar, as I've already said, so he would not forget the event, but he would not forget what it meant for him. And then he poured oil over that pillar, an act of of consecration, where he remembered, but then he he said, I'm I'm not just going to have this in my memory bank, I'm actually going to pour oil over it because I'm going to consecrate that thought that it's going to carry me into my future. And for us with our experiences, can we consecrate that? With our God, we never take it for granted. We never let the complexities of life overwhelm us and dull out what's happened. A pillar that we can go back to if ever we feel self-condemnation, if ever we get stuck in addictions and we've all got addictive behaviors, or if we get stuck in the apathy of just living our lives and forgetting about God, that we would, we would remember that we, we actually poured oil over that, that thing. We, we anointed it because it's going to be anointing for our future, not just for our past. See, many of us in the church, and if you want to write something else down, I think this is a very good thing to write down. We can find ourselves in the trap of being educated above our level of obedience. We can find ourselves in the trap of being educated above our level of obedience. See, we have the authority. And it's time to walk in it. We have God's will with us, and it's time to walk with Him. Can we not be the people that just read the word and then put it down? Can we be the word? Can we can we have the word flowing so so 
powerfully through us, through us that people know. People know who we are and what we carry. That special time or place when you get close to God and you allow God to speak to you. See, in verse 20, there was a response. And Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and clothing to wear so I come again to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. And this stone which I have set up for a pillar shall be God's house. And all that you give me, I will give a full tenth to you. Isn't it amazing? I don't know, I, I don't know exactly where that came from, but there was a response because God touched him. I'm going to give a full tenth to you. I wonder if that was a, a, a tenth of just finances or was it a tenth of his time, a tenth of his energy, a tenth of everything. I'm going to give it back to you. Out of my increase, I'm going to give it back to you. See, in Romans 12, it says, 12, 2, it says, Do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so it may prove what is the will of God is, that which is good and perfect. His mind had been changed. Can the team come up to the worship team? It would be great. To seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And this means to go after the will of God for your life and to align yourself with God's character. So when was the last time you had a God dream? A God dream. And then when you get the God dream, to set up a pillow where you're not going to forget that dream, and then to pour some oil on it to anoint it for your future. Once again, that word behold is used 1,298 times in the King James Version of the Bible. Surely God is in this house. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with us or find out more about Highway Church, go to highway.com.au.